0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Today, we're talking about healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships. And Mark Phelan is here by Speaking my side. Of unhealthy. <laughs> here he is. Yeah, so welcome, Mark.
1: Buenos dias, señorita.
0: Thank you. Buenos dias to you. So, yeah, look, it, we have had our share of unhealthy relationships.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. And when you think of the word unhealthy it kind of can hit every little spoke of that wheel. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, I mean. Yes, yes. It can really, if you think about, oh, you got to eat more healthy because you'll get bad and all these things. Hello, bad relationships can take you down that road big time.
0: You're absolutely right. They touch every aspect of our life. I think when we are in an unhealthy relationship, we lose our joie de vivre, right? We're, Ah. We're living in mediocrity unhappiness. We feel like we're settling. Yeah. It it affects our self-esteem when we're allowing people to treat us badly. Or let's just say we're not our best selves because look at unhealthy relationships go both ways. It affects everything that we do. And you're right. We tend to not eat as well. We tend to not exercise or take care of ourselves. Uh, we also don't really thrive in the workplace or in our careers. And our passion just dwindles. And it is something that is really important. And, you know, we've talked before about it's better to be alone than wish you were. Mm-hmm. And it is better to be alone sure. than to be in an unhealthy relationship. Yet, those, when we talked last time about loneliness, people who don't want to be alone oftentimes. Might settle, Sell.
1: yes, indeed,
0: and find and We had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's okay if we disclose that you recently ended a. We'll just say not an incredibly satisfying or healthy relationship. Is that
1: fair? Yeah, it was. It was more neutral than it was. It was just like literally stuck in neutral. wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, or one of my expressions is jogging in mud. Going through the motions, but going nowhere.
0: Yeah. So ending it, sometimes is hard, especially when you've been with somebody for a long period of time and you were in your relationship for years.
1: It seems like a galaxy long (laughs) and far away.
0: So so ending a relationship is hard. Even if it's not a healthy relationship, it can still be difficult because it is still lost.
1: Because you fall into habits, good and bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. And habits. You know, we're Mm -hmm. habitual creatures. And, you know, when I have people who come to see me, they're heartbroken. You know, we talk about the loss. Because even if you know it's the right thing for you, you know you weren't happy, Mm -hmm. you know it was not a great relationship, there is the loss. But the loss isn't actually usually of the relationship, otherwise it wouldn't be ending. The loss is more about either what you had at one time and even more about the fantasy of what you thought you were going to have. So it's not about... it is, because generally good relationships don't end, but you know, they start out really nice. And so you remember those moments and you you hope and wish for that coming back again, or what you imagined your future was going to be. You are going to spend your life with this person. They were your soulmate. Everything was going to be wonderful and glorious. And when it stops being that way, You know, you still hold on to that. And Mm -hmm. when you finally let go of that fantasy or of the past and look at the reality of what is, then you can have a little more strength and courage to be able to end that relationship. But it still is difficult.
1: Well, you know, unfortunately, if if you kind of have come to the impasse, the literal fork in the road, and you decide, "Eh, do I go left, do I go right, or just do I turn the car around? I mean, at least you're having some kind of, of idea, some thought process where you have some control Unfortunately for the people who've had the rug pulled out from under them, where someone has just left them and they're totally at a loss. Why? Mm -hmm. And they can't understand what is it. Obviously, what's the first thing you're going to do? Blame yourself. If I would have done this, that would have been this. If I would have done this, they'd still be with me. They wouldn't have gone somewhere else.
0: But by the way, that may be true. And I Mm -hmm. do think it's important to look at a couple of things, right? And that is one thing you want to look at. You do want to say, okay, what have I learned in this relationship? And there are times that we can look back and say, you know what, had I have done this or been this, then maybe this relationship would have worked out. Now, you can't change the past. And if this relationship is over, it's over. Although sometimes it isn't. Sometimes relationships end. And if you feel heartbroken and you feel this person was really wonderful, although that's the second part, you have to really Mm -hmm. be honest about that, sometimes there are ways to reignite that relationship and to save it. But you do also want to learn for the future relationships or relationships to say, okay, what did I learn how can I show up sure. in a more effective, loving way so I can have the relationship that I desire? Because it does start with us. Mm-hmm. So it's not always easy to look at our own you know, our own faults and, and our own struggles, but that's the only way that we're going to grow.
1: Wouldn't it be great if you can be so unbelievably sharp-minded that you can call up the ex, maybe give it a month, and say, okay, I'm moving on, you're moving on. Now, can you just give me a few notes on my performance and... In the relationship as far as being a boyfriend and what I did or didn't do right. Just to get some, and be brutally honest. And actually be smart enough to be able to take, you know, you were kind of a slob. You're inconsiderate. Good note. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to do that? Who wants to do that? I mean, that's like... I'll
0: tell you what, it would be great to do that because you could learn, I'll, yeah, not for the faint of heart, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what, if this is a person that you really like and you feel you blew it, there's an opportunity when they see you showing up in that way, say, hey, I want to grow, I want to learn, tell me what I did and what I could have done better for my next relationship, that might perhaps spark a little interest, this person seeing you in that light going, oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute, he's putting forth an effort now yeah or she is yeah no question in the course of your practice does anyone ever present themselves with that what do we need to do as the roadmap for the future and if we do these things i'll be happy and you'll be happy kind of thing
0: you mean a couple coming in who want to work on their relationship
1: you do five things i'll do five things and see what happens do you do that
0: I mean, I don't know if it's quite that black and white, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we're going to get really honest, the majority of couples who come in, at least initially, are there to complain about their partner. They want their mm. partner to change because right. they realize or believe oh, that... Oh, it's always
1: their fault. Are you kidding me?
0: Right. Well, well, my partner is this and that, and they don't do this, and they always do that. And that's how they usually will present. But my work is getting them to empower, be empowered, right? So that when they can learn... What is it that you can do differently? And what is the part that you have done that has created the relationship status that you're in today? Then there's something they can do about it. It actually feels much better when we realize that we have much more power than we realize in a relationship, rather than waiting and hoping for our partner to change. You know, it's always that same old story. When we want to have a more loving partner, the best way to do that, rather than complaining and demanding is start to be a more loving partner. But then usually people say, well, yeah, I mean, I would be a loving partner if my partner were more loving. It's like, no, if you are a more loving partner, your partner will be more loving. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Maybe not. But you can at least feel good about your growth and what you're doing. And maybe it'll help this relationship, but definitely it will help your growth and your relationships, whether it's this person or a different person. So we do want to look at that. We, I, I would say, most importantly, when a relationship ends, and if it wasn't your decision, and, and that happens, and that always feels hard, even if you knew it wasn't a good relationship, to feel rejected is never a good feeling, you know. But to really take a look at it, and yeah, it takes some courage. But I'll tell you it's worthwhile when you can learn and you can grow so your next relationship gets better. When you do that work, and if you think about the relationships you've had in the past, I mean, really, most of the time, as long as you've had some awareness and you've done some work, your relationships will get better. Mm -hmm. It feels sometimes, especially when you're young and you haven't had a lot of experience, like, oh, I'll never meet someone again. You know, I'm never going to be happy again, or find someone who I'm going to love as much. But the reality is most people do, and they end up being better relationships. I was with a friend last night who met someone online. Uh, She's over 70. And so is he. They're widows. And it hasn't always been about breaking up, you know, life happens. But I will tell you that I've never seen her so happier in a happier relationship.
1: Love knows no year.
0: And you just never know. But I'll tell you, the more aware you are of who you are, how you can show up in a relationship, Mm -hmm. what you need and what you're looking for, because you do need to be a good picker, Mm -hmm. right? And to do that, you need to be strong and happy and secure and aware of what your needs are and what you're looking for. Because if you don't do that you will find yourself settling. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going back to your relationship, you realized that you wanted more, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I could say the same thing, relationships that, that I have been in that ended. Uh, yeah, it just, you know, I, I will say that had I had known better at the time, I probably, because I, I can say for sure that I played a big part in the decline and unhappiness of the relationship. No question about it, but I didn't know any better at the time. And I was like most people, and because my partner is to this or not enough of this, mm-hmm. so I need to move on. Yeah, I mean, this is just, you make decisions the best way that you know how at the time, and ideally, you learn and you grow from it, and that's it. And there are people, by the way, who have relationships that they maybe in a young age, and they last forever. So, you know, the idea is, or what people say, is, and I think this is true, that we have many relationships in our life. Sometimes they're with many people, and sometimes they're with one person, but relationships do evolve. So sometimes we move from person to person, and and sometimes in when a relationship is working and it's mm-hmm. thriving with that one person we're able to change and evolve and our relationship changes over time you know based on where we are in our life and our responsibilities and and our own personal growth and our relational growth and how we both really contribute to the relationship
1: and really the 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 key of any successful relationship for long term is when you meet those challenges that happen that are extraneous, like family members being ill or new job or getting laid off from a job. Those yeah. things and the inner support you get from your your loved one is the thing that sustains you in the long run. Versus if you're just challenged by a couple of little things and little nooks and crannies, little bumps in the road, and you're like, oh, "Eh, I'm done." You know there was nothing significant to begin with. If you can say goodbye that quick. Mhm. There's no depth. It has been a very superficial, very shallow.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And
1: it never achieved any other depth.
0: Or you're living in fear. So when I look back, when I was much, much younger, I was a leaver. So if somebody didn't do something the way I wanted, or I thought, okay, well, this person isn't good enough, or there's something wrong with them, or whatever, I was disappointed in some way, I would leave. But the reality is I was leaving because I was afraid of getting hurt. Now, I didn't know that at the time, of course. In hindsight, I know that. But I could say, oh, yeah, so if something happened that for I just got scared, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get hurt again, this was not conscious, or this person's gonna leave me, or there was something about that. The message I was getting is, oh, I'm not loved enough or I'm not good enough or whatever the case might be, I would leave. Thought it was because, you know, I was better than this person. (laughs) That was what I told myself at the time. But the reality was is I was living in fear. So it's different now. You know, now if when I'm in a relationship and, you know, somebody doesn't show up exactly the way I want, which is always going to happen in any relationship. It's understanding that, okay, well, this person just thinks differently than I do, or they do things differently than I do, or they're a different person than I am. And being able to accept those things, and we can only do that when we do feel confident about ourselves, and we have the strength to love ourselves and that person, which is You know, it's a process. That's not something that most of us can do right away or easily. It takes some effort and some knowledge and some awareness to be able to go down that road. But when we do, it feels so good. Relationships are so much more satisfying
1: and exciting. Well, when you start to feel those moments and then you hear those, wake up in the middle of the night and you hear, iceberg, dead ahead. You know, (laughs) the Titanic is going to get hit and it's going down. Yeah. And it's up to you whether you jump on the lifeboat or not
0: What's a lifeboat?
1: The lifeboat will be, uh, you say, look over there And you push the old lady out of the way and jump on And you hope that Jack will rescue you
0: What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I'm talking the
1: great love story of I, I, the, the modern era, Titanic
0: I know, but it, it, you're and doing, it it a metaphor But I'm trying to understand No, it is
1: the metaphor, um, iceberg dead ahead Yeah, Everyone knows what that means now <laughs> So in the course of knowing that's coming up uh-huh. you can see, you can feel the signals so if you've you been jump in you jump
0: off on the lifeboat and the lifeboat is actually what
1: life. <laughs> My point is, <laughs> don't have to go down with the ship. Uh-huh. If you have got okay. enough experience in relationships, mm-hmm. and you it's just one pain in the ass after this, and nothing's good enough, and you're just being vilified for right. the little. You don't things. have to
0: go down with the ship. Exactly what you're saying. Thank you. Thank you. It's brilliant. I'm I just a little. So. Sometimes it takes me a little while to exactly. catch on. What can I say? <laughs> no, seriously, if
1: you're starting to feel those just every day, where you're just harassed and yeah. abused, and it's like, why am I putting up with this? You do not You've already heard the sound iceberg deadhead maybe a week ago a month ago
0: right but you ignored it
1: exactly you ignored it and now you're starting to feel the water coming up around your ankles guess what yeah it's time to get off that ship
0: exactly i love it it's a it's a brilliant metaphor and i really like the idea too and we do need to talk about this that those uh warnings those red flags those bells that are ringing and you know like you know it there's something that's Mm -hmm. telling you something's wrong here but you ignore it you ignore it for many reasons. You think, well, you know, you justify it, you rationalize it, you think, oh, you know, he'll change, she'll change, Uh, you know, so you bank on potential of what is going to be.
1: Wishful thinking.
0: Wishful thinking, ignoring the signs, ignoring the red flags. And it's interesting because when relationships do end, and I want all of you listeners to think about this, think about all the relationships that have ended in your life. And When you think about the reason why it ended, you probably could have predicted that at the beginning of your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's almost always true. It's like, yeah, I really did see that, but I thought it was going to be okay. Or I thought it would change, or Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a moment in time. The classic
1: office party scenario for the last couple of weeks, this is the time of year where relationships can be tested because sometimes office parties get out of hand. And so you've got... The old dipping the pen in company ink, as it were. <laughs> and then uh, when you're busted afterwards, oh, it didn't mean anything. If it didn't mean anything, then why'd you do it? Yeah. And think, okay, fine, I forgive you. Okay, moving on. That's a flag. That is the beginning signs of, okay, am I on the Titanic?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. that's a big one, right? Yeah. That's a big one. It, and But even the little ones, you know, you just really want to pay attention. Now, it doesn't mean that because there are some flags that the relationship you need to end it. It just needs means that you need to be aware of it and you need to address it. So you just don't want to ignore it. It doesn't mean that the relationship is doomed. Mm-hmm. Because look at relationships have some struggles and if you have a willing enlightened partner, you can work on these things together. And that actually makes the relationship better sure. and stronger. But it's ignoring these things that are problematic. So you're not going to find a perfect partner. Right. And you are not going to be one. And again, relationships, what makes them thrive, what makes them, I'm gonna say, even hot, is being able to have that that intimacy and the ability to work through the struggles and the conflicts that you have. Something. To get to the other side and your relationship will be stronger. And it's like we you were talking about when we have challenges, whether it's losing a job or a health issue or death of a family member, those things just tend to bring couples either closer together or well, further apart. Iceberg
1: yeah. dead ahead. I'm telling yeah. you, But if they can you're not bring getting you- that support, when you know that person is aware, there's those little subtle things that you don't say. A lot of you, especially guys, they don't reveal everything. If you've had a bad day, maybe your boss is, you're on the verge of being fired, you know about the money. guess what? I might get fired tomorrow. You're going to kind of internalize that because right. then you start feeling like a loser.
0: You're feeling shame. You're, you're
1: shame. Yeah. Then you're feeling depressed. Now you're not good enough. Now that's going to result in maybe lashing out, become drinking too much or being abusive because you've got to get rid of some of this frustration. If your partner is in tune at all, they know there's something wrong. Right. What can I do? And hopefully you can sit down even with a therapist if necessary and- Kind of peel the onion wing of why Why have you changed? Because this is not the person I fell in love with.
0: Right. And it could go the other way, too, exactly. where he could say, you know... I just got to tell you, I'm struggling right now at work. There's some things going down. I don't really want to talk about it right now, but I just need you to know that I am having That's some struggles. Smart, that would be that would be better. But either way, it's I always say, as long as somebody can show up, one person exactly. at a time can be down in this place of fear or sure. pain, but the other person needs to step up in a place of love and strength. Perfect
1: metaphor for this time of year too is the flu. If you happen to be the most vigorous that you run marathons, you get the flu. You're down for the count for a couple of weeks. Well, your partner goes, she's going to do the laundry. She's going to do the cooking and cleaning, whatever. She's going to be there. Here, honey, you want some more ginger ale, whatever. And you appreciate it. You'll do the same for her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't by choice. This just happens. People get sick. Things happen. And you step up and you do what you're supposed to do. And you, then you have that moment of feeling, thank you so much. They appreciate it. You appreciate it. You know, you're there for them the next time. And if someone is aware you're sick, uh, <laughs> you're still sick. Oh my God. I've been to know a guy who has to have some, a procedure and, and he tells his wife about it. And the wife goes, well, Can you change it? That date's not good for me. Oh my God. And it's like, What? Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of thing. Unfortunately, it's in your face too much.
0: I mean, yeah, that's just
1: being uh, a bitch.
0: <laughs> the lack of compassion. That is just a blatant lack of yeah. compassion and the key yes, words, or being a bitch. And
1: ironically, it's the keywords that you can almost read back to them saying, Okay, let's review. Who's having the procedure? And what did you just say? It's not good for me. Do you think that it's good for me? Do I really want this? I'm not having a little nip and tuck. This isn't elective.
0: And I will say also, you know, people do need sometimes to speak up and say, look at I am struggling right now. I really do need your help because, you know, sometimes people, they're just clueless and they don't understand. And again, it's not ideal, but being able to say, hey, here's what I need from you. That's an important quality to be able to have. And it is
1: also the thing that after this dust settles and you realize, you know, you were not there. I needed the support. You weren't there. You made a choice. Now I'm going to make a choice.
0: But again, sometimes you, sometimes you need to ask for that support. The yep. person doesn't know how to support you sometimes until you let them know that, one, you need it and how to do it. And again, would it be great if you didn't have to do that? Yes, that would be ideal. But the next best thing, and it is important, that you can ask for it and then you'll get it. And, and there's a lot of people go, well, I shouldn't have to ask. I shouldn't have to ask. If That's I have to true. ask, it doesn't count. No, you know what? We do need to ask. Yeah.
1: If I'm carrying a piano upstairs, I'm going to ask for some help. I'm not going to show, I'll show you how strong I am. Hey, honey, can you get up.
0: <laughs> well, but you could say, well, you should know I need some help. Yeah, yes, right. that there's some truth in that. But at the same time, you know, maybe not. So right. sometimes we just need to verbalize it. But the thing that we're talking about here is when you are... A better person. When you are aware of what it is that you need, what it is that you want, you're able to communicate, you have a partner who's there with you. I mean, that's some of the signs of a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the obvious ones too, right? You know, you're in a healthy relationship if you're having fun together, you're laughing, you're, you know, having passionate sex. You pick
1: up that vibe. Somebody has a bad day, you can feel it. And you walk up and just saying a word, just start rubbing the shoulders.
0: You know, there's, yeah, there's just an attunement.
1: make a drink, here's a glass of wine. You don't have to say a word. You get the vibe.
0: I mean that's ideal, right? Mm. But but even if even if you do need to say a word and there is communication, there's friendship and there might be an occasional conflict. I mean, of course there's going to be, and even an argument. Um, you know, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're in a bad relationship. I will say that healthy relationships do often have some arguments and some conflicts because people are speaking up. It's the unhealthy relationships more often when people are avoiding mm. talking about or addressing the things that need to be talked about or addressed. Those relationships are not sustainable, and those relationships will either end— or people will stay in, and they'll settle, and they'll be yeah. miserable. So, you know, it's important to be able to address what's going on. And I was
1: going to say, the flip side is you yeah, you might be able to sense the tension. And instead of doing the shoulder rub, you're just like, eh, get up and go in the other room. Because you basically don't give a crap. And that's what's sad. Because there's a lot of people, oh, you got problems, so do I. You know what's it. I don't want to hear it. And that's when
0: you're, when somebody asks and you say, no, you're
1: bailing, you're bailing on them because you don't want to get involved because that might take you away from your bliss. But if you're really healthy and you have a partner, they turn you onto things like oregano oil (laughs) that... I'm a very healthy person, and I've never heard about the benefits.
0: Yeah, so Mark's referring to my my new thing. When I start to get sick, I put some oregano oil in some water, and I'm not suggesting this to anybody because I don't want to, you know, there's <laughs> there's side effects of it, but anyways, it's what I do, and it really works. So Mark started looking it up, and it's and, actually kind of a cool thing. And it's what an are they doing in Italy? What are they doing in Italy? Feeding it to chickens. You said. Oh no, they're doing it in America.
1: Oh, America. Yeah. Oh, so so it they're
0: starting to feed it to chickens instead of antibiotics,
1: which is fabulous. And yeah. I thought you said it was Italy because that's uh, the whole no, joke. Was- instead of going cheap, cheap, you go cheap, but cheap,
0: because oregano is Italian. See, si. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in Italy. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, it's it's. But yeah, it, it's turning each other on to fun True. things, and it and it is. It, it wants to be. You want a relationship to be fun, exciting. You know, you're in a really healthy relationship when you are your best self, mm-hmm. when you push each other to be better people. You know, when you're with this person, you feel you feel great when you're with somebody and you feel drained, you feel tired, oh. you feel, you know, all of those feelings exactly. that, that you really don't enjoy feeling. Not that you don't feel them at times. You know, you want to take a look what's going on here. And you do want to look at your part. What am I doing in this relationship mm-hmm. that might be contributing to the unha- my unhappiness and perhaps my partner's unhappiness? And sometimes it may be you needing to speak up about what you need. And sometimes it might be that you're not being as loving or as kind or as affectionate as you could be. So it's important to take a look. The most important message that we want you to get from this show is if you are in an unhealthy relationship take notice, make some changes, whether it's in your behavior, whether it's in starting a conversation with your partner to let them know. And sometimes it might mean ending the relationship, but it's really about becoming aware, becoming honest with yourself and doing what you need to do to have a relationship that you feel is loving, healthy, kind, thriving, evolving, passionate, all of the things that you want, you can fill in your own words, but that's what we're talking about. And this is important. And it's a really good time to take a look and say, okay, what is it that I want In my life, what kind of relationship do I want? Because like we said at the beginning of the show, it affects every area Mm -hmm. of your life. It really does. And every area of your life affects your relationship too. If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not healthy, you're not eating right, you're not exercising, you're unhappy in your work, that's going to negatively impact your relationship too. So really to take an inventory of your life, how you're feeling right now, and what is it that you want to change for the next year?
1: Yeah, that's the key word. And if you're expecting your partner to change, be better be willing to change yourself, too.
0: Absolutely.
1: Always. Then you can put it together and then go forward, knowing each is doing something positive for each other.
0: Yeah, and it might mean changes in your life separate from your relationship. And it might mean changes in your relationship or of your partner. And it's really just taking an honest look and that's what we're talking about it's just easy to just kind of go go with the what did you say to, to go with the
1: motion you're jogging in the mud and you ain't going nowhere
0: right you're just going through the motions that's right. and life's too short to be going through the motions you know in,
1: in the south there's an expression too it's like if you look down at your feet you see empty bear cans <laughs> elephant turds and popcorn boxes you know the parade is done past you by <laughs>
0: I love it. Well, I think that's a good note to end on, don't you? Bingo. So take those words to heart. We are going to take a couple of weeks off for the holidays. We'll be back the first week of January. So I'll be taking
1: the private jet to the continent.
0: <laughs> we want to wish everybody happy holidays. Happy holidays.
1: Happy, holidays. happy, happy, happy healthy, New Year. Healthy, safe
0: holidays. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is this is the time. Again, think about what you want. The action step is to do all the things we talked about. Just become aware. Get clear. Think about a plan. Start making some changes for your life for the better. You can do it.
1: Take a big, deep breath and smile.
0: Yeah. And don't forget to live in gratitude and love. And and we love you. And we will see you next year.
1: Arrivederci.
0: Bye, everyone.